Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, I've gotten some uh, complaints that this intro is taking uh, a bit too long, so I'm going to speed through it this time, uh, minus the whole part where I explained that I was getting complaints, and then the subsequent explanation of the explanation. So I'm going to get through this real quick. Information's going to be at the bottom if you want to follow us. So really quick, I will be at Philly's Funniest, the semi-finalist at Helium Comedy Club this Wednesday. That is July 23rd. The show is at 7.30. Also on the show is Mr. Alex Perlman, past guest. So please come out and support us. You can check out all the information for this 7.30 show at Helium Comedy Club at heliumcomedy.com. And if you want to see us at a convention, you can come see us at Oticon in Baltimore, Maryland at the Baltimore Convention Center. That's going to be August 8th through the 10th. You can check that out at Oticon.com. Or if you want to go up north to Massachusetts, we will be at Inconceivable. If you want to check that out, that is in-con-ceivable.com. And before we get to our fantastic guest... I have to tell you about our sponsor, which is Audible.com. Please click the banner below and get your free audiobook. It's free. It's an audiobook, and it supports the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Woo! All right, get that in a minute and a half. So, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road. Who's ready for a podcast? Nice. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? (laughs) That guy. That guy. He was really quiet, but he's here. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Jester's Playhouse. That's 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. I am joined by the extra to my Mr. Pib, Mr. Will Liam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I called them out because they clapped for Derek and not you. So. Ah. How you doing? It felt nice. Will. Is it because he mentioned Mr. Pibb? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm good. All right, good. That's just, that took a while. <laughs> Our guest this week is stand-up comedian and the star and creator of Five Star Smash. Give it up for Jimmy Viola. Good evening. You are probably the first guest to actually wait for your introduction to speak. (laughs) (laughs) And then say nothing. And then say nothing. How are you doing, Jimmy? How are you guys doing tonight? Yeah. Don't pander. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. This is already too much pandering. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Stop it. For For the folks at home, he just did a Hulk Hogan call for the crowd. Didn't go over well. They're not really wrestling fans. Posers. So, Jimmy... Is the the creator of Five Star Smash? What is Five Star Smash? Five Star Smash is a celebration of some of my favorite things, co-hosted by my high school buddy, professional wrestler Tim Dons. Yeah, and it is a variety talk show that we recorded in the fall at Woodshop Films that combines talk show with internet and sketch comedy and heavy metal and pro wrestling and beer. I have no idea 
what thing you do. <laughs> I was so, so far, it's a celebration. <laughs> the internet's involved, and there's beer. It sounds fun. It's very fun. But is it a podcast? Is it like a 24-7 party I can show up to? Like what? It, it's sort of. I mean, that's my lifestyle, 24-7 mm-hmm. party. You look... But it, you look <laughs> But it is online. It's a web series. It's on YouTube. I was really excited to hear you try to explain what Five Star Smash was. It's like the Matrix. You just have to experience it. <laughs> exactly. Because I watched it, and I was like, I have no idea how to describe this. Because I believe the intro just says that it's Five Star Smash like eight <laughs> times. It took and me, that's all the explanation you get for what it is. Well, I also edited and, and filmed most of it. So this uh, that intro that Noah sp- sp- that intro that Noah speaks of, it, we'll it cut was that like out. Don't thirty worry. minutes, but it took like like twelve hours of just like editing in front of a green screen and just like hearing like five star smash, five star smash, five star smash, five star smash over and over again. Yeah, for for those of you who haven't seen it, which I'm going to guess is all of you, uh, based off of the reaction to it, uh, it is probably the most high quality thing that we've ever promoted on this show. <laughs> Because it's shot like sitcom style, and there's lots of like green screen and uh, great. I, I'm insulting so many of our guests by saying, this, <laughs> but it, it, it looks yeah. great. I it's was fantastic. going through my house like Thank we've you. had people who made movies <laughs> that won awards. <laughs> this is a suburb of Philadelphia, so I know the bar is pretty low, but I still appreciate being the most high quality thing on your on your podcast. I'll take it. We're, we're in a suburb again. That <laughs> insulted all the, the former guests. Yeah. I can care less about them, but. No, I'm just joking, but uh, <laughs> thank you. I'll take a compliment. I, I love anything that not only has a bartender, but makes it part of the show. It's like it's important that we have someone to give us beer. Yeah, Tim Donst, that was his idea, and we really wanted to kind of capture like a jovial social environment where people that were watching can feel like they're feet from the host and Nikki Black, kind of like you guys are. That was the same atmosphere we wanted to cultivate with Five Star Smash. And we filmed it live with our friends. So I think that a lot of the unpredictability and the chaos that happened that is seen on film is captured accurately. Yeah. I, I think the only thing better than Nikki Black is Nikki Black giving you beer. That yeah. sounds like <laughs> a dream come true. What more could a man want? Yes. And also past guest uh, Alex Perlman was on the show. <laughs> so they know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the most pleasantly... Surprise reaction to Alice Perlman. Like, oh, I know him, yeah. <laughs> I would really like like to see him at a club, and they're like, Alex Perlman! The whole uh, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Overall nice guy. Overall nice guy. See, I brought it up in, in the hopes that you'd explain what he did on the show, but you just went with, yup. Yeah. <laughs> Al- Alex Perlman did a wonderful segment called News from Tomorrow that I saw him perform in Philadelphia a few times where he read headlines that seemed like they'd be in the newspaper tomorrow about Philadelphia, and we basically filmed that, filmed him doing a segment with that, except it was world news for people watching outside of Philadelphia, and it, we didn't really know much else. He just showed up and, and brought his A-game, and it turned out great. It was a minute and a half of greatness. <laughs> it certainly was. Yeah. And you also do stand-up comedy. I do. And we always ask this question, and people always struggle, but uh, wh- how would you describe your comedy style? <sighs> Painful. <laughs> Painful and very metal. Um, <laughs> Not to be confused with metal. Yeah, <laughs> metal. I would describe it as honest, like Mattel, the toy company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be awesome. This is a comic book shop, so I don't know if there's a lot of that here, or if it's higher quality than Mattel. Um, 
You guys know that baby's uh, lips change color when you put the popsicle in warm water, <laughs> right? Right? You guys know. Hoverboards, right? What's the deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> in real life, if, if a child's lips turn blue, that's never a good thing, but... <laughs> When it's, it's Mattel, pretty, it's just part of the toy. It's, it's pretty Mattel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Actually, it's Mattel. yeah. Yeah, she, she turns into Apocalypse. Nice. Because, well, there's the one corn video, which, by the way, does corn qualify as metal? Or yeah. am I way off base here? I was in fifth grade once. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was as well. <laughs> Something I, takes a part of me. I was there twice. In any case, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a part of that video with the, the, the kid on the swing with the blue lips, and I was always told as a child that that was a dead kid that Corn bought to be in the video. <laughs> and it it always terrified me. Like, I'm, I didn't want to watch the video. What is that? The the one with the bullet. Is that Freak on a Leash? That's Freak on a Leash. That's what I thought. I'm pretty sure Metallica did that with Enter Sandman, where they just bought a dead man to be the Sandman in that video. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bring the Sandman from ECW, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have enough Budweiser. <laughs> Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> you got to get like three cases of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, who's got that money to throw around? Yeah. <laughs> not Certainly Metallica. not Metallica in 1990. Yeah, well, Napster <laughs> took all their money, right? Yeah. <laughs> now every single cent. Now yeah. they're poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always afraid of that music video, and then I always wondered how much does a dead kid cost, <laughs> and who do you pay—the morgue or the parents? That are obviously not that good I bet of parents. Morgue would be because the kid's dead. <laughs> this guy, you could rent a dead kid from the morgue for like five grand if you find like a shady mortician. <laughs> what? Well, I always also thought that they bought it, so it's like this is ours. We don't have to give this <laughs> we back. Own the dead kid now. <laughs> what do you guys want to do with the dead kid now that we're done shooting? Eh, we'll put him in my car, I guess. <laughs> Carpool lane. <laughs> <laughs> Which now that you've brought up renting, I bet it's cheap. <laughs> I bet it's cheaper to buy because yeah. now it's for your like a, problem. A day of shooting. <laughs> yeah, I want to take them back. So, so what makes you so metal, there, it, Jimmy? It was my first love. My dad bought me the black album by Metallica because of that song "Enter Sandman." That was. Uh, you, I, I'd like to think you were the only person on the planet that I would say what makes you so metal, and the response is love. Yeah. <laughs> It really was. Love uh, Metal was my first love, and comedy came second. And I feel like uh, through comedy, the more I do it, the more I'm just compensating for being a failed metal musician. I would think and the I'm more just, you do comedy, the more like the angrier and dark you would get. I think that has to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... Uh, stand-up comedy is a brutal place. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is pretty brutal. Yeah, I learned that metal. from Metalocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, a whole episode about it. Yeah. Accurate portrayal. <laughs> yes. But I've always wanted to do a set where I just threw sand in people's faces <laughs> so bad after seeing that episode. But you're also in a metal band. Yeah, that's pretty new. Um, I reconnected with my buddy who I had been jamming with since I was, since I was 14 years old uh, a few weeks ago. And we hadn't written or, or met or played together in 10 years. And now we have a few shows booked in mid-August and he's writing... We're rehearsing a 10-minute song about Star Wars. That's one of our songs. So it's extremely geeky, epic thrash metal. And uh, would, would you be interested in joining uh, my Mattel band? <laughs> <laughs> I want to sing songs about <laughs> 90s toys. Yeah, that'd be actually very brutal. Like a, just a sweet epic about a uh, GI Joe ninja that if you put him in warm water, he turns white. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of invisible. Or that he can free- <laughs> yeah. 
I think I had the G.I. Joe figure where you froze him and he went into, like, camouflage. Yeah, it was, it was, like, it was, ice it was the same line. There was yeah. the ice guys and, like, the hot water guys. Yeah. And they and were I, enemies. And then I had this one dude with a jet, jet pack that spoke that did not take well to water. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that after a little bit too late. But, yeah, actually, there's, like, there's some metal bands like Cannibal Corpse and they sing about, like, extreme violence or they're gore bands. But, like, that would actually be really brutal if there was, like, a grindcore band that wrote lyrics about just smashing and destroying toys mm-hmm. like just doing all that like really brutal mutilating toys but they're like plastic so you can get really tough but uh, uh you uh, lose. so close you lose so close uh, uh you will not be receiving the plus two comedy <laughs> minty ham award uh, which is what you get if you get through the show without cursing. i'm sorry sorry to uh violate your virgin ears <laughs> it's fine uh, among other virgin parts uh <laughs> mm, poor joke <laughs> Now, yeah, now you've lost, so you're just going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered with Cannibal Course if it's the corpse of a cannibal, like a dead right. cannibal, cannibal, or oh. what is more metal? I think or a cannibal yeah. eating a corpse. I mean, if you want to get journal- it- if you want to get uh, journalism major on it. It would be a lot less. Re- I do. I do. It yeah. would be a lot less redundant if they had just called their band Zombie because isn't that what a cannibal corpse is? It's a zombie. Yeah. Well, if it's a dead, that's only if it's Ooh, a cannibal. Yeah, that's true. Or a corpse that is a cannibal. Yeah. yeah then would it be carcass if it's like I wasn't it'd sure be dead guy if it was a dead oh. cannibal, right? Or if it was a corpse owned by a cannibal, which just makes him wasteful because <laughs> yeah. that is his food, <laughs> right? And he's just leaving it there. Yeah. Can we call our Mattel band Dead Guy? <laughs> Based off, uh, do you like the comic book? Character dead guy. Oh, dead man. Dead man. Dead man. Okay. Yes. Now we're not getting sued. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's guy. no comic book character called Dead Man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, a great movie. Dead guy. I mixed him up. Yeah. So never mind. I I couldn't help but notice going back that uh, you're doing a song about Star Wars that's ten minutes long. Yeah, he wrote that one, not me. But I <laughs> I have to ask why why that long. I'm asking that too when I try to learn it. To, to be honest, <laughs> well, it's three. It's about it's about the beast riders from Alderaan. So you got a lot of story to fit in. You know, there's a whole twist and the you queen. expanded universe. Yeah, no, no. It's oh a, my god, that's Aaron. Uh, my my the, the guitar player Aaron wrote it. So I'm, See, I'm playing bass. Totally, that's not okay. <laughs> my total thought was, oh, I guess it's all three movies. But no, it is expanded, expanded universe. universe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to use my improv. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's a three minute guitar solo about Greedo. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up on on wherever the hell he's from, I actually don't yeah. remember. It's really cool for uh, nine minutes, and then we shoehorn Luke into it in the last minute. Yeah, no, there's no Luke. It takes place like a thousand years it's before. The first three minutes are really inventive, and the next three <laughs> minutes are kind of dark and cool, and then the last three minutes have Ewoks, and it's real. <laughs> there's a Death Star verse again, and yeah. it's <laughs> not creative. Yeah, I, you know, I like take that, Lucas. <laughs> I also like that we just did like a solid minute and a half riff on Jimmy's song that he doesn't understand. <laughs> well, I know the original movies. I just I just try to apply what I learned in improv, which is to agree and just go with things. So can I, you can say, I tell you something? Yeah. Uh, I could tell you the background. You know that in the first movie, they, they show all the weird monsters in the bar? Yeah. I can tell you every one of their backgrounds. I have no idea what the hell an Alderaan Beast Rider is. <laughs> yeah. So that lets you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually were doing that, too. It was like, I don't know what that is, but it's Star Wars. Start the riffing. Go. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. So none of us none of us know what it's about? Uh, you'd really? have to ask. I guess it's it's based off a comic he read. And he, he wrote a book. <laughs> it might have been about Star Wars. And he wrote... <laughs> yeah. Or so. Dune? Is that Star Wars? No, Dune. <laughs> uh oh. 
No, if man. anyone knows what an Alderan Beast Rider is, please yeah. email, email plus2comedy <laughs> at gmail.com. Or just see Blaze Adams when we start playing shows, and you can hear the song <laughs> and all of its nine and a half minute glories for yourself. Is, is, is that the it one got song? shorter by 30 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what, are there other songs, or is it just going to be that? No, we have is a that... couple other songs, some that I wrote, some that we're Ooh. going to write together. And we have, a show, we have a show on August 17th, so we're going to have to learn them pretty quickly. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to make something happen. Do your songs tell stories, too? Actually, yeah. yeah. I've, now that uh, I kind of am embracing the sci-fi kind of epic mm-hmm. theme, so I'm trying to write songs that do tell a story. And, and it's, it's easier to write lyrics that way, I'm learning, when you have a story to tell. Well, please educate me about metal then, because I was always under the assumption that the words were the least important part of metal. Yeah, no, it depends. It really depends. Uh, I think all the all the bands that uh, I really love have had great lyrics, whether it was Slayer or Judas Priest or Creator. Slayer does or, not have great lyrics. Oh, they do. They do, buddy. All right. <laughs> We learned a little bit about your pro-Nazi agenda tonight. No, that's not true at all. You know, <laughs> yes, it is! not true at all. Oh, boy, here we go. That's Listen to Angel of Death! It was not... Just because it's about the Holocaust just, doesn't mean that it's an endorsement. It's, not it's just the story. I mean, Wolfenstein is a video game Wait. about <laughs> World War II. Yeah, but it, the song's not about killing Nazis! It's Wolfenstein is! Jeff, ha- Jeff Hahnemann's <laughs> grandfather... Jeff Hahnemann wrote the song. His grandfather fought the Nazis in World War II. That's it. <laughs> So, you know, he he was just obsessed with World War II and he wrote songs about it, but it's America and you're allowed to write songs about whatever you want, but just because you write about it. I didn't say he couldn't write a song uh, about whatever he wanted. Yeah. In Slayer's defense. <laughs> yes, thank you, Noah, the voice of reason. If you're going to tell an accurate story of the Holocaust, <laughs> the Nazis are winning for, like, all of it. Right. So yeah. if that comes off that they're positive, it's, you know, it's tough. <laughs> Because it's also accurate because they're winning. Right. Like, they also wrote I, songs about, you know, Behind the Crooked Cross, which is about being brainwashed by Nazis and how it's a waste of time and, you know, other songs <laughs> that... <laughs> so, <laughs> there are many Not songs. Not bad, just like, it was a waste of time. I already hated Jews. I don't know why I did. Yeah. That, that sentence a waste I of my time. no defense for. <laughs> Though, you know what? I'd, I'd love to hear uh, something about the Holocaust that doesn't have Nazis in it at all. So it's just like this weird movie. It's like, I wonder why they're there. <laughs> I would leave. They should leave. <laughs> Isn't that Battlefield Earth? <laughs> N- n- no? <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. You know what? Is that what that movie's about? <laughs> I mean, he had to plagiarize it off something, L. Ron Hubbard. So... <laughs> All right, that's all right. That's I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit ashamed to say I watched that movie when I was like in, in uh, fourth grade, and I was like, "Wow, this is an hour and a half. I'm never going to get back." If Slayer wrote songs about Battlefield Earth. Then I would get behind their lyrics. You know, the history of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast has had a lot of 9/11 jokes. I'm glad we went to Holocaust mm-hmm. this time. <laughs> finally, yeah, finally getting there. One of one of my uh, one of my old jokes in my stand-up repertoire was how uh, Star Wars is kind of like. You know, like, do you really believe that a guy who was able to only had practice shooting womp rats in the desert was able to pilot an X-wing and blow up an entire Death Star by hitting like air ducts? I mean, that sounds like a bit of an inside job to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> to perpetuate the Galactic Empire into two more movies. Well, see, what I love about that whole thing right there is 
if there was eight more sentence sentences, that would have just become a fan fiction. But as a comedian, <laughs> he knew it's like, let's stop here, yeah. or it's just going to get sad and nerdy. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's be a spy, and he's in the... Oh, this is great. Hold on. All right, so they think he's just a stormtrooper. (laughs) So we got to move on, but I got to ask you before we get out of here, I know your friend, uh, the Necrosexual. Indeed. Could could you tell us a little bit about him? Yeah, the Necrosexual is also extremely brutal. He is the world's only black metal stand-up force of chaos, and he was also a guest on Five Star Smash. You can watch him interviewing Skeleton Witch in that episode, and uh, what do you? I mean, what do you want to know? Really, I can't speak for the the person himself, but uh, I, sometimes I feel like I'm having a stroke when you're describing things. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, black metal, uh, brutal. There's a Skeleton Witch, and uh, you know you should check it out on the internet. I'm like, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'll have to get. I'll have to get. It's, the it's rather grim. Sexual. It's a very grim YouTube channel. Stop just saying adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, watch. All right, those are verbs. Those are verbs. You're right. You're right. Where can I see five stars? Laugh. Smash? Where can I see the grammar show? jokes? <laughs> I hate these word crimes. Plug. <laughs> uh, pandering. Um, so where can I see five star smash on YouTube? You can also. Where can you find it on YouTube? You just answered your own question. No, I can't just go. If <laughs> I go YouTube.com, to YouTube. <laughs> put in brutal black <laughs> skeleton witch force of yeah. chaos. You can you can find Five Star Smash on Twitter at Five Star Smash, and I think if you also just go to YouTube and type Five Star Smash, uh, there's a channel and the pilot will come up. Okay. It's, I, I just want to point out before we move on that saying it's on YouTube <laughs> is one step past saying the internet. Yeah. All right? <laughs> I think he said that earlier. <laughs> so in any case, we like to geek out on this show. Yeah. And we do that with a segment called What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing. It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're, we're playing. playing. They finally sang along. I've been waiting <laughs> for that to happen. And it's been a year, so I'm glad that we're finally that on board with awesome. that. There we go. Uh, I love call and response. So uh, we start with our guest, Jimmy. What you watching? Oh, the heavy sigh is never a good sign for this segment. <laughs> what am I watching? I'm watching a lot of videos because I'm editing a corporate video together and a few others. So that's not too exciting. But uh, I did watch The Island Earth over the weekend, and that was that was pretty geeky. I kept waiting for it to get good, and then it. Ended. (laughs) Then the movie ended. I'm sorry, what? This island earth. The silent earth? This island earth. Oh, this island earth. Yeah, it's like this campy UFO film that my dad loved. This is land earth. Yes, (laughs) you got it. And I'm sorry, I I made a joke over your explanation of what it is. Yeah. It's a a crappy (laughs) sci-fi movie from the 50s. There are a lot of those, and my dad has watched watched a lot of them. You watched it vanilla? (laughs) (laughs) I asked that because there's a Mystery Science Series 3000 of this island earth. Oh, no way. That's probably way better than the movie. It is, it is <laughs> at least a million times better. <laughs> yeah, I should have watched that instead. That's always so weird because I, I bought my father uh, Santa Defeats the Space Martians. And then when it wasn't MST3K and it was just the movie, I was furious. <laughs> I was like, why would someone want this? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Will, what are you watching? Uh, I actually checked out this one of my non-nerdy things. Uh, you ever hear of Frankenfood? Uh, I have not. It is, it's a cooking reality show, and it's, it's 
uh, two guys who I don't know because I don't watch cooking shows, and then a guest uh, restaurant owner, and people bring weird mashed up foods and try to pitch them to them, and then they end up picking two of them, they put them in the restaurant for a day, and then the winner gets money. So it's food Shark Tank, kind of, yeah, but like we like everybody. Uh, I don't know, they're gonna get a pile of Skittles with bacon, and they're like, "Well, that sounds kind of good." Well, I made a calamari cookie. Like you win. Ew! Ew! <laughs> no. Yeah, I. I, I, like I in calamari cookies, everyone loses. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, but I, I like it because there's a uh, the ge- the guest guy changes, and then there's a, a mustache dude, and then there's this a kind of belligerent Italian guy <laughs> that gets real excited as long as you're loud and excited. Like, it could be the way he's like, I made uh, peanut butter and jelly meatballs. He's like, oh, I'm into this guy. I'm into this guy. Oh, this food's awful. Oh, but I got loved. so excited. <laughs> yeah, people just, like, chant, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. He's a child, and it's amazing. So I, uh, you guys should check it out. Frankenfood. I, w- I wish I had known that that's what you were going to talk about? Oh, are you going to talk about Frankenfood? No, oh. I'm going to talk about a different cooking show. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the Food Network had forever become just the thing that was on in the background mm-hmm. for noise so I can fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, it's they've got this new thing where it's like, let's push the envelope further and further in what is a cooking show. <laughs> And then they have Cutthroat Kitchen, which is now my new favorite show. <laughs> I love because it's like chopped isn't enough. Let's go further. And basically, it's all right. So you guys, um, I'm kind of hungry. Uh, I would like, I'd like a steak dinner. And they're like, okay, cool. And if you make the best steak dinner, you'll win twenty five thousand dollars. Matter of fact, here's your twenty five thousand dollars right now. Oh, why, why, thank you. Okay, I'm going to have you do a steak. But before, before you do that, um, I've decided that uh, one of you is going to have to cook with wooden utensils that you carve yourself. So <laughs> here's, here's a block of wood and a, and a knife that you can't use for cooking. You can whittle your utensils. Who... Will give me, uh, you know, five hundred dollars of your prize money to make someone else do this. Hmm. <laughs> That's not the first. What a great evil show <laughs> yeah. this is! Yeah. What's the? It's sweet genius, sweet something. It's it was a, a dessert making show, but it's hosted by a hairless Israeli supervillain. I'm not. None of that's made up or exaggerated. <laughs> And it starts like, oh, you have to make cupcakes. Well, that's fun. Sweet genius, yeah. Mm. And then he's like, now, and now he's going to be German. Now you <laughs> must make a dessert out of live butterfly. And that happened. It was <laughs> live butter. And it was like, here's the face of your children. We've skinned them, and you must make a dessert out of it. Like, he wow. just gets so messed up. And then he's just like, you're off my show. You couldn't make candy out of a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about this show is they're like, all right, we're going to do French onion soup. All right, cool. Well, if you win this auction, uh, you can make one of the people uh, turn in all their onions and use onion rings. <laughs> the, this person will have to turn in all their onions and use Funyuns. Ooh. And then this person will I have totally to use onion dip. And it's like, oh, that's 
really horrible. Yeah. Really? Because it sounded better and better to me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then it's actually. like, yeah. well, now if you win this auction, uh, we will give you these boxes. And you have to stay on these boxes the whole time. And if you fall off, it's going to cost you 500 bucks. <laughs> so they're just like throwing these things around. And then it's just like... Uh, while they're cooking, she's like, oh, by the way, uh, I have this bicycle that will, will power a blender. I'd like a margarita. Has nothing to do with what you're doing, <laughs> but I just want you to spend time doing that. <laughs> Who will give us money? And then by the end of the show, it's just like they do three rounds, and then it's like, all right, congratulations. Give it up for Jimmy. He's won $400. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> That's brutal. Like, I, just once I want to see... Like, they go in, and just before the show starts, the four people are like, let's just not buy anything. Yeah. And then one of us walks out of here with $25,000. let just jump them. Let's just be friends. <laughs> yeah. Let's work as a team, maybe. <laughs> let's not be cutthroat. They, they make them sign, I guess, contracts where they can't. <laughs> Douchebag contracts. It's like, you will be mean to each <laughs> other. Yeah. <I> would. <laughs> so that's what I've been watching. So we, we're food heavy as we Why? go into uh, what you playing. No. Reading. Oh, I've no. been doing that a lot. What you reading? I just finished Swamp Thing by Alan Moore. Oh, the really? The first two volumes Ooh. I immensely enjoyed. He's one of my favorite comic book authors, and I've been meaning to like read more graphic novels for a while. Yeah. It was like the first time I sat down and read a book, and, and longer than I'm <laughs> really you know, happy to admit. Um, and now I'm back for ideas for other comic books and graphic novels and anime or man- manga, I suppose. So if you guys have any suggestions. Well, uh, it, it, you're, you're reading Alan Moore, so I assume you've read Watchmen. Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. Uh, because my, my experience is I read Watchmen and then I read Neonomicon. Did you read that yet? No. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't, don't, good. don't. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. Is, yeah. or, or even better, read the short story before it and then put the book back. Because oh. the first story, the short story before it is so amazing yeah. that you're just like, can't wait to read the rest of this and then oh, just don't. No. And then you're just, you'll think of a better story than what Neonomicon yeah. is. But how is Swamp Thing? Oh, I enjoy, it was great. Um, better than the 90s show? I, I didn't watch it, so I can't say, but... But it, that has never it stopped us from I, it was, opinions. I, I enjoyed <laughs> Swamp Thing in that it was way more occult and psychedelic than mm-hmm. I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, Alan Moore is really into like the occult and magic, which is totally metal. But uh, <laughs> to see him like kind of make that turn there, I didn't expect that at all. So there were, there were some surprises thrown in. Right. Are the women all really stupid? Because I notice Alan Moore likes doing that. That's what he... No, actually, the girl, Abigail, is smart and cool. Nice. Trips her face off at the end, so that's always the cool artwork, you know? You get a gold star, Alan Moore. Yeah. Turning it around. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Well, what have you been reading? I And I, I always feel bad because it sounds like I don't read. I do. They're just really boring, like, ancient history books. Yes, I know you're historical. I, I just finished a book about the Peloponnesian War, but nobody wants to hear that. It's very... How, how was it? Was it a good war? Uh, it it kind of shattered Greece and then allowed Alexander to come in and invade and take over. Well, it didn't oh, okay. end well for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <Applause>. Yes! <laughs> Solid. So instead, I, li- I like to use my reading section for news. That's uh, fine. We've always been okay with this. And I, I got to hear about my favorite convention ever. Oh. I'm really sad that we weren't there. And if anybody from DashCon is listening and you need guests for next year... Yeah. Uh, plus right two here. comedy at gmail.com. 
Because this sounds like I what cannot happens wait to us usually. To tell <laughs> everyone all the things that have been canceled and who walked out and that it's okay plus two comedy still here. <laughs> yeah, they, and just hear, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we'll do their panel, whatever. Yeah. I write Night Vale. <laughs> I've listened. No, if we could be just show up and be like, we listened and can talk about mm-hmm. it, which means we're every other panel at a convention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're aware of this. Ask us questions. And we will be doing our show from the ball pit. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a convention that was uh, fan hosted. The internet kind of started. It was originally called Tum- TumbleCon, and then Tumblr's like, you can't. <laughs> we are not you. <laughs> And so they changed it to DashCon, and then I don't, from what I hear, and I don't want to, like, uh, upset anybody, at best it was just poorly, poorly run, and at worst it was thieves stealing convention goers' money, which yes. is... Oh, no. Yeah, they claimed... Uh, I like, was so thinking you were going to say it was metal. <laughs> oh, I was so waiting for it. Extortion is so metal. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was going to say, things organized by fans that start on the internet, that ends well. That always ends well. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times it can be disorganized, but the first day they were like, oh, we need... Uh, seventeen grand, seventeen hundred. Oh man, seven yeah, seventeen grand, seventeen and grand for convention. Yeah, yeah, that they apparently didn't know they needed until it's still like, oh right, it money, it costs money <laughs> to rent a hotel. Son of a bitch. <laughs> did the Kickstarter go through? Yeah, we forgot to do it. No, did they actually have a Kickstarter? They, Are you freaking no, they, kidding no, me? No, no, they did not have a Kickstarter. They just. They asked everybody there, and because it, they were Tumblr people, and Tumblr loves, like, an underdog, and, like, a, oh, and they, that's why I feel they kind of, because they're like, oh, the, the convention wants the money up front, or the hotel wants the money up front, and we think it's because of who's here, which is not true. Uh, they just want it, so then Tumblr's like, oh, discrimination, here's 20 bucks. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Now I'm getting real upset. You mean to tell me that they needed $17,000? So they asked the people that were not there for money? Well, uh, they asked the people who were there, and then the people who were there went on Tumblr and asked the people who weren't there. <sighs> this is sad. And then they couldn't pay any of their guests, and their guests were like, well, we can't. It sets a poor precedent. Like, we can't do this for free because like, yeah. they're, they're professionals. And so the, the people running it were like, we have no idea. We tried to talk to them, but they wouldn't stay. And I, I as somebody that knows these guys, I'm like, yeah, they didn't stay because you didn't pay them. They can't do that. Yeah. And so Night Vale walked out, which was a, a ticketed thing that cost money, and in exchange they got an hour in the ball pit, which now on Tumblr has exploded into my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> hour in a ball pit. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I can only think of one show that I did that didn't happen because of money, because I was, I was booked as a referee at Comic-Con <laughs> for a wrestling show. And I was thrilled to do anything because I got into Comic-Con for free. <laughs> and uh, we hadn't been really doing Plus Two yet. So I was like, I'm going to perform at Comic-Con as a referee. That's going to be great. And they're like, do it as Speed Racer. I was like, yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> Gladly. The Comic-Con. I, or, New York? Uh, no, uh, Philly. Philly. Oh, wow. and the, a Comic-Con. The main yeah. event <laughs> was uh, Steve Carino versus Raven. Oh, wow. Ooh. And Those are names I know. Yeah, it was going to be really cool. You know, someone was getting high. And <laughs> the the conversation that we had was, the guy with the money's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the money's going to be late. The guy with the money's in Canada. And I was like, wait, whoa, what happened? The guy with the money went with Raven and Steve Carino. And, then <laughs> and it was weird because, like, they sold extra tickets for it. And so we had money. But they weren't going to give it to us 
but we were the ones performing. And it's like, and the guy like pulled that crap where he's like, if you don't want to do the show, you can go out there and tell the fans that you're not doing it. It's like, well, you have to pay us. And then like we slowly realized that like that guy's really small. And you guys are all wrestlers. Yeah. And there's an ATM. We can make this happen. Yeah. But it just got canceled. It was oh. But yeah, that, that's too sad. And my reading thing was is pretty sad as well. Oh, go on. Because uh, I've, again, not been home to see the book I want to read, which is House of Leaves. Uh, so I found uh, an audio book that I was listening to that was a collection of short stories called Chicken Pie. P.I. Chicken Pie. And it was a collection of short stories that are all very, uh, like, Twilight Zone-esque, hmm. but not good. Like... Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, ima- imagine the Twilight Zone, but you don't care about the characters, and the twist just makes you go, oh. So, like, if, if, tw- if Twilight Zone was written like a Twilight novel. Kind of, yes. <laughs> oh, my God, that was really good. <laughs> don't clap for that. Because, <laughs> like, the first story I listened to was about how uh, we lived in a world where uh, babies were now affected with infected with this virus in a world where babies have AIDS. Wor- Go on. Worse than AIDS. Worse than AIDS. It was if they are ever hit with sunlight, they explode. <laughs> in a world where babies have vampire AIDS. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And like it, w- it's enough to destroy like a state. The explosions. So, literally, the, the plot is that uh, every time a kid has a baby, it's in pitch black. And uh, the doctors check it to see if it's infected. If it is, they hand it to armed guards, and they throw it in an incinerator. And that's just the wor- way the world is now. And it's like, this is the way babies are work. We have to be really, like, diligent. But the placenta... Is just like given to a janitor, and the janitor's like, "Yo, this is gnarly." All right, let me throw this away, and they just throw it in the garbage. And they're like, "Nope." Turns out that was a deformed baby. Here comes sunrise. This has been chicken pie. I was like, "What <laughs> happened to the story part? Why wouldn't you keep a stockpile of a couple of babies in case, like, you went to war?" Yeah. <laughs> Launch the babies. Yeah. <laughs> you keep them in a black yeah, box. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, what's in this box? Baby! (laughs) (laughs) And, like, there was another one about, like, a nuclear fallout. Oh, this is important. Uh, He sounds... The guy reading it is also the guy writing it. And I'm sorry (laughs) if you're listening. But he sounds like a doped-up Ninja Turtle. (laughs) So it's like, the bomb went off. And Betty went down to the basement. But they were in a hot zone. So soon, blood started to pour from every orifice. It's like, that's never going to be creepy with that voice. And it was like, the, the, the story was, it was radi- like radioactive gas got her, and she started to hallucinate. So her husband died, and she thought that her dog had come back to life, but it was just a wolf that was eating her husband. And then, like, there's like, oh, I really want to feed you, she said. But I don't have any food in the cupboards. <laughs> and then they played Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard. And it was like, that's a twist on that. 
See? That's the reaction. Where it's just kind of like, oh. All right. Like, it doesn't leave you with that Twilight Zone of like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, mm, it weird. Was Earth the it was whole just time. like, oh, that, okay. I think I, think I can watch Twilight That's Zone episodes uh, every day till the day I died and be totally okay with that. I, and also completely haunted. I feel but. like I could watch Twilight Zone episodes for like 12 hours straight yeah. every New Year's Day. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the limit. I feel like if you watch it every day, you're probably like going to hell. Just one one tragic parable. Let me tell you, there's a lot of good ones, and then there's ones kind of like that where you're like, oh, he's an alien, I get it. And he's, well, he's more human than humans. All right, we'll they're all on. toys in a trash can. <laughs> we get That's it. my favorite episode. <laughs> no I love that one. That's awesome. Yes, we're pounding it. Metal. Uh, and did you guys remember when Twilight Zone came back, like for a short Ooh, time? Yeah. Wasn't like John like, Lithgow the host? It was on UPN or, no, wasn't, so, or something, and literally it came on after Rock and Bull. Yes, yes, it came on after Rock and Bull. I can't believe another person remembers Rock and Bull. Rock and Bull. Oh, it's a rocking frame, and basically they would just do something wacky. It's like, oh, it's the bumper frame. You have to hit the bumpers twice. So the Twilight now Zone, Noah's talking stroke language. <laughs> But real quick, Twilight Zone came back, <laughs> and every episode was just a sequel to an episode oh, no. of <laughs> The Twilight Zone. So it was always terrible, because it's kind of like you knew what happened in the past episode. It's like, ah, oh, so now his glasses are broken. How is he going to read? <laughs> like It was Braille. so terrible. <laughs> he just teaches himself Braille. <laughs> yeah. What a great answer to that but question. But the Braille keeps relocating, so he never learns. It keeps... <laughs> <laughs> no, his fingers would have to fall yeah, off. Yeah, All right, yeah, this yeah. is Futurama. They did this. <laughs> did they? They did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You don't know do Scary that. Door? That what? was how I remember. Oh, <laughs> Futurama did Scary Door, which is these real quick bits about, I guess, how the writers felt about Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I remember a few of them, but his I don't remember that one. His, yeah, his and, then, off. and then just his head falls <laughs> off. Because I, I remember... Uh, it turns out it's man. I yeah, that's that my one. favorite, because that was my summary of Twilight Zone, was just, I'm going to make the most evil animal ever. Uh, it's humans. Uh. <laughs> and I remember, you know, uh, a casino where I'm winning, this must be heaven. Wait, a casino where I'm always winning, this must be hell. No, it's an airplane. No, you're Hitler. Like, that was <laughs> right. Uh, I didn't see that one. Wow. <laughs> and uh, bringing it back to Plus you. Plus two comedy reminiscence. <laughs> yes. Futurama bits. All right, we'll get back on topic. Jimmy, what are you playing? I've been playing guitar and bass a lot. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. That's the first time we ever yeah. got that answer. Productive yeah. use of my time. Yeah. What's it called? Blazing Adam? Blazing? No, Blazing Adam. No, our Adams. band's called Mattel. <laughs> yeah. No, Dead Guy. <laughs> <laughs> we Any, play Mattel music. Anything else that you want to say you're playing? Or is that, was that a... Uh, a lot. Uh, always playing chess on chess. dot com. My name is really? Jimmy Valhalla or Tetsuo Iron Man. So uh, Those play are both me. Good names. Yeah. I didn't think chess was metal. Oh, it's great. I love chess. It's I hard. mean, between I played that and I played string bass in. High school, so between those two things, I was a real chick magnet and chess team. <laughs> Varsity chess team, baby. They call me the White Knight. No, or the the White Queen was my nickname. Right. <laughs> that was the Black Rook. Yeah. <laughs> I was Horsehead Guy. <laughs> I wasn't good at chess. Because I walked in like an L kind of <laughs> direction. The, the Queenless Horseman. <laughs> 
I, I love chess. Yeah. I haven't played chess in a while. I'd love to play a, a I round played I played Doogie Horner one time in the back of Exchange when they had an open mic, and I beat him because I think he – I think there was, like, a comic that was bombing so bad, and he was like, ah, I need to go up and do my set, and, like, he forgot what his move was, so, like, I, I ended up winning, and it was, like, my proudest moment. <laughs> Like you might have won Philly's funniest, but I beat you in chess at an open mic. <laughs> well, I think chess next to Monopoly has been hoard out the most into just like weird versions of chess. Oh yeah, I, I've played like hundreds of different versions of chess. I have a Star Wars chess set mm-hmm. with. Uh, I always play as the dark side because it's way cooler. And uh, I also have like a pot chess set where all the pieces are bongs or pot leaves. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's always good. I'll move my uh, bubbler to E four. You know, or, <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to keep track because they're all bong. So it's yes, like, yeah. <laughs> you know. and I assume you're high. So you're yeah. like, I don't even know. Let's just play checkers, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've also played lots of chess with like weird rules, like the four way chess. Oh, I don't do that. I'm old school. Oh, you double lost. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys in the back. Well, someone was trying to tell me about dark chess, Ooh, which you is can't play talk with about dark chess. Kind of. It was some. It was a version of chess where you couldn't see where your other, where your opponent's pieces were. Oh, so it's like, like battleship. I was like, how do you do that? Like in a room. It's like I guess that's internet only. Unless like, all right, I move, take a picture, I move all my pieces off, <laughs> and leave the room. Yeah. In Germany, they do a thing called chess boxing where they'll they'll box around and then play chess and then they'll box another round. So it's like a mind and body workout. I'd love to do that. And it probably gets hard if you get the more you get hit in the head. So you have to be like, uh, you know, good. Somebody set that up. We will do it right now. Uh-huh. We'll do, that's a good charity event. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, don't put glass in a boxing ring. And then you got to spin around a baseball bat. And then yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in a fight in a while. Let's make this happen. <laughs> I play a version of dark chess where I just hit somebody on the head real hard and take their wallet while they're blindfolded. You know, so. what's a great... <laughs> There's very little chess involved in that <laughs> joke. I outthought them. Here, <laughs> you should never have agreed to. Here's a, here's a game that you guys should look up and you guys should look up. I had a roommate that had it once. It was called Ket, and it's like chess with a laser beam, and it's these sets with mirrors, and it yes. was really fun. Like I would totally play that, but then... We stopped living together, so I stopped playing it. But oh. <laughs> he had the one copy. Yeah, that was, that's a fun game. It's harder than you think. Let's check that out. Will, what have you been playing? Uh, I downloaded a uh, an indie game off of Xbox called Charlie Murder. Charlie Murder. I I really I didn't like it. I thought no, it's, no. It's a this side has been the saddest episode of this podcast. It's a side scroll beat 'em up, and you're just a bunch of like punk kids fighting zombies. But there's like no setup for it. Like I I yeah. felt <laughs> cheated that I was supposed to accept that zombies was the plot. Like and I, I like love the other side scrolling beat 'em up games with the no, thing with the really immersive Ninja plots. Turtles. Yeah. I had to save April. Uh, yeah. X Men. Screw you. What is, double um, drag- <laughs> is, what is Double Dragon? Is that like I think there was a girl in Double yeah. Dragon, too. Yeah, a, a lot of girlfriends getting kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. My buddy uh, John Lalo has a joke about that. Really you, should, you should hear it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott Pilgrim is Scott Pilgrim, which I love the Scott Pilgrim name. Streets of Rage? Streets of Rage, yeah. Yeah, you're cops. cops. Yeah, you're cleaning they had the up the streets. Because they had the side-scrolling intro. Right. Yeah. But this Strider? was just... I just wanted to mention Strider. Golden Axe? Well, Golden Axe. Death Adder, dude. So you didn't so didn't enjoy it. None of play any of the games we just mentioned. <laughs> not this one. Understood. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I think I need to talk about this because I haven't yet. Uh, but I went to Dexcon, 
and uh, they're shaking their head, but she was involved. We did the world's hardest puzzle. Uh, it was $5,000 grand prize. If you solved it in an hour, every hour you lost $1,000. Uh, no one has ever won in the history of this convention. We were at Dexcon 17. Uh, what kind of was, puzzle was it? It was basically there were nine puzzles that it, all the answers gave you the last puzzle, and then if you solved that, you got the money. Uh, whoa! Stop touching your phone. Sorry. He's ruining our sound equipment. Uh, and I, I will explain one of the puzzles, because this one we almost solved. And by we, I mean mostly me, but still. Okay. There was one table that had a safe and a lockbox on it. So we're like, all right, we need to find a key. We found the key. We unlocked the key, and we found this thing that played music when you touched it. On another table, there was a xylophone. So I was like, I'm going to match up the xylophone to the music playing, and maybe that'll mean something. So I spent a lot of time just hitting this and then hitting a xylophone. Yeah. Like, this is like out of Resident ding, Evil 2? Yes! <laughs> exactly, yes! Then you have to find the helmet key. And- Moonlight Sonata. Now, we're in there with, I'm in there with like 12 other people, and it gets to the point where they're like, Noah. Please just stop with the xylophone. Like, you're getting crazy. We're sick of hearing it. Go away and do something else. I was like, fine. Three hours later, we're given a clue that's the xylophone code. And I was like, if you had let me do it for another four minutes, I would have had this clue. So we have, I was like, all right, I matched up the sound to D, B, C, D, A. Anyone want to know what that means? Anybody? No? Well, okay. And then we looked at the xylophone, and we realized that one of the things had been painted gold. It's like, oh, maybe it's the colors of the keys. So I looked at the colors of the keys, and then we found a clock, and the clock had birds on it. And it was one of those, like, the bird clock that every hour was would play different birds, and we realized that the colors matched the birds on the clock. <laughs> so I was like, huh, well, let's write down the numbers of the, of this, of the birds. Hey, let's try that in the safe. So I ran over the safe, and the safe opened, which was the greatest moment in my life. Because we had been in there for four hours, and I opened the safe. The safe opens, and it was a, a severed hand holding a bird. And it was a blue bird. A blue, I was like, oh. Well, there was also a cutout of George W. Bush that had birds in his pocket. So there were two in the bird, and the hands were two in the bush. So I literally... Spent the rest of the time looking at the bird. It looked like the bird that was eight. So I was like, all right, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Oh, the answer's 16. 16. 16. Is it 16? 16. Do the math again. Eight. Doubled. 16. It's 16! If you half it, it's the correct math because a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So the answer was four. But I screamed 16 for at least 10 minutes. And that's why we didn't win the money. <laughs> so you were that close. We were close to getting the next step. One ninth of a clue to the final puzzle. Oh my God. Wow. For those of you wondering. You took the number that was the answer and turned it into a letter 
You did that for all nine puzzles, and each letter was the first letter of a famous river. (laughs) How did I not get that? I must be an idiot. Wow. That's what I did. If anyone wants to hear more about it, I'll tell you later. Wow. But that was that was one tenth, literally a tenth of the puzzle. It was insanity. Everybody, a... let's go next year and win because yeah. it was it was fun. But like, I literally almost killed people. It was great. <sighs> Sad podcast, and that's going to do it for what you're watching, <laughs> what you read, and what you're playing. All right. We end all of our podcasts with a game. We got to offer up some prizes, Jimmy. What did you bring? I have a book with me that is made of pure evil. Ooh. It was given to me by an audience member who Sounds I met. Sounds metal. Upon our first meeting in person, this girl came to my comedy show at Adobe Cafe, first Wednesday of the month, called Chaos Comedy. And she gave me this, uh, How to Pick Up Topless Dancers. <laughs> it's a strange cover color for yeah. a yes, book it's of very pure pink. evil. It was written in 1996, I'm, I'm guessing self-published. Pink, I guess pink was an eviler color. Yeah. Then. And do are you going to read us an excerpt? Yeah, you guys want to hear an excerpt of how to pick up a topless dancer? This is great. All right, listen up, Serenity. All right, you can use this one day. (laughs) Paul, you're not paying attention. Yeah, Captain America. That's actually probably a way better prize what he has. But uh, (laughs) that's (laughs) sweet. All right, so I will describe. This is quote. I will describe a new subliminal cassette that creates a sexual desire for you. In her presence, you simply play this tape in your car or at your place. She thinks it's only music. But she's being erotically programmed to have you. Is push-button sex finally here? Yes. What? That tape. Simply insert the Mephisto subliminal cassette car home portable. Please say the name of that again. Mephisto subliminal cassette, which you can order in the back. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Where is it? The Mephisto, like the devil. Mephisto subliminal cassette. Oh, Mephisto. Mephisto, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mephisto. That's yeah, a demon. Yeah, she will only notice music, but inaudible hidden commands penetrate her subconscious mind. Soon, she wants you with an overpowering passion and throbbing determination. Like hypnosis, subliminal motivation cannot be resisted because it operates undetected below the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you want to get, we a actually yeah. had that on the back of the Plus Two Comedy CD for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. I also love that it's a tape and not a CD right. or MP3. <laughs> yeah. Cassette, yeah. That pick, is fantastic. In the back, you can also order Picking Up Girls Made, e- made Easy cassette, eleven ninety five. Mephisto like rock tape. Like, it's nuts. You know? That's not a bad price. Yeah. Uh, we are putting up uh, this book, Murphy's Lore. It's by Patrick Thomas. We got it for free at a convention. Uh, <laughs> let's admit it. The world is far from perfect. Nobody <laughs> believes in magic anymore or gods <laughs> or vampires. Hope itself is endangered. Especially in New York City. So that is Murphy's Lore. So we got two books. Two books. And now we need an audience uh, member to play, host versus guest versus audience. And Oh wow. But they have to bring Ooh. a prize as well. Wow. But before we have you pick a prize, here's two quick facts about pineapples. Uh Yeah. Eat each pineapple plant only produces uh, one pineapple uh, per year. And if you want to speed up the ripening of a pineapple uh, so you can eat it faster, you need to turn it upside down so the leafy end is down and it'll actually get ripe faster. Hey, Noah. Yeah? What do you call it? No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. 
We only have two facts about he pineapples. If you have know. a fact about pineapples, you need to keep it to your damn self. Okay. All right. But if you'd like to give us a fact about pineapples, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> okay. And leave your fact about pineapples. I'll read it on the show. All right. Actually, that, a, I just had a joke about pineapples. Okay, you can have a joke about right. pineapples as long as there's no information no about information. them. No. What do you call a bunch of pineapples in a tornado? A whirlwind. Uh, it's, a, it's a pun. All right, whatever. I don't. And get if you it, guys want to, I would explain it, but then that'd be information. So <laughs> we are unable to explain. To it, abide, I'm trying to abide by the rules. If you guys want to put in for uh, 14.95, we can get the easy way to get girls with hypnotism. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's a crime. That's plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's illegal. plus 19.95 inflation. Uh, all right, we need to get an audience member up here. What do you guys have this week? I see a a Mattel pony. Wow, Is that the Barbie pony? Yeah. Ooh, wow. that's. Uh, one one bad have, movie versus another one. We have Schwarzenegger <laughs> Raw Deal uh, wow. on VHS. We have Waterworld on VHS. Ooh. We have wow. High School Accelerator. We have a handful of buttons. <laughs> and we have the original Captain America <laughs> movie. With the I thought they on... buried those next to the E.T. game. <laughs> well, they recently dug those up. They didn't so. find Captain America. Wow. On VHS and a, a, an action figure. You know, it's, you know it's J.D. Salinger's grandson who plays him in the movie, right? The guy who wrote Catcher in the Rye, that's his grandson. Am I was right? unaware of this. Yeah. I'd love to see that film. I don't believe you. I think you're like, what's that sounds name? like a fact what's no the, one's going to call. What's the leading man's name? We're, we're looking it's, up facts here about... Uh, <laughs> it's just a bunch of apologies on the back. There's no but, names. But in any case... Yeah, Matt Salinger. It's, all right. It's, it's, it's that might grandson, be true. At least according to Wikipedia. <laughs> well, then that's... <laughs> well, Jimmy, it is your choice as our guest what we're going to play for right, here. So, so for we have the buttons, the high school accelerator, yeah. the uh, VHS of Captain America, yeah. the horse. Yeah, that's totally Mattel. That's Mattel. totally Mattel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's then we have Waterworld and, and Raw Deal. Yeah. It is up to you. What would you like to play for Jimmy? Well, for pun's sake, uh, that's an awesome horse. Uh, my dad loves Arnold Schwarzenegger, although I'm sure I never heard of that movie, so it might be a raw deal to have that be the prize. Boo. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I didn't see The Winter Soldier, and, and that <laughs> seems like a rare item, same. so I think that Captain America should be the prize. You're going to go with Captain America? Yeah. All right, come Thanks. on up here. Yeah. All right, turn that microphone on for our, uh, for our guest from the audience. See you, Have a seat. What's your name, man? Introduce yourself, please. My name is Tyler Jones. Get a little, a little yeah, get closer. a little closer there, Tyler. Tyler Jones. There you go. Tyler Jones. Tyler Thank Jones. you for coming up here. Uh, put that with the rest of our prizes. This is a this is a stacked. Yeah. I want to win this. Yeah. <laughs> so, Will, I'm putting my my faith in you. Hey, we put we put in something. Did we as talk? Well. There's also a Cat in America toy. I don't know if we yeah. Even there's an action that. figure, and it, yeah. it's great. I, it's amazing. I had. It's a little stiff. I had literally that exact same action figure, but it was U.S. Agent, so it's just that with oh, different paint. Yeah, it's it, it's literally exactly the same. You might as well, yeah. Put him on the yeah. Oh, we're, we're now putting him on the horse. The oh, scale is all USA. screwed up. USA. Now it's a giant. <laughs> there we go. Metal. We're taking pictures, Internet. Yeah, just wait, just wait, Internet. Um. <laughs> all right, we're ready. So I tried. I tried it. <laughs> To cater the game to the guest, so we're gonna play a new game. They want they want the horse back. Sorry, <laughs> si- Jimmy. Since you host Five Star Star Smash, we're gonna play 
five-star flop. All right. Ooh. Okay, this is how this game will work. I ha- I've had a lot of flops I looked in my up life. a bunch of terrible movies, movies that are known for oh, being yeah. awful. However, if you go on Amazon, there are people that leave five-star reviews for those <laughs> movies. So, based off of the five-star review of this terrible movie, you need to tell me what movie we're talking about. Nice. Oh, wow. Now, you're going to buzz in by saying your own name, and you only get one guess per film. Everybody understand what we're doing? Yep. All right. We're all, all right. in. Tyler, I recommend you get closer to the microphone so I can hear you. <laughs> Here we go. This. I'm also going to try to edit out uh, the, the names of characters and like the name of the film if it comes up. Okay. And then if, if nobody gets it, we'll go back and I'll actually say those words. Here we go. This is the best movie ever made. No matter how cheesy it is, this movie is so awesome. I, when I was little, I had Dumb and Dumber on VHS. The this Mask. Tra- Sorry, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, you're buzzing in? The Mask. This is not The Mask. <sighs> Good guess, though. Good guess. Good guess. I will continue. If you haven't noticed, this is all one sentence. That's yeah. I got that. <laughs> I had Dumb and Dumber on VHS. This trailer was always on it, and I love watching it. Well, ten years later, I heard the song, and I remembered the movie, so I got hooked on the games and the movies. But let me tell you, even if you have not seen it, buy it, because I will bet you a million dollars you will like this movie. I uh, will. Yes. Super Mario Brothers? That is incorrect. <sighs> All right. It's down to you, Tyler. I have no guess. Well, here's, here's, I got more information. Oh, no. Oh, can, we get, can we keep guessing? No, no you, you get one guess per out. film. All right, here we go. Right. This one's got some punctuation in it. Thank God. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved it not only because it brings back memories, but the characters were excellent, and the plot is actually brilliant. Mm. Street Fighter was terribly done. Jimmy. You are you out, are Jimmy. out. <laughs> Oh, I'm out for good. Yeah, you were out into the uh, next question. Uh, I, really I know no what it is, too. Uh, well, just, just listen. Street Fighter was terribly done, so definitely do not assume you won't like this movie if you didn't enjoy, enjoy the Street Fighter movie. I remember this movie being very good as a kid, but it is honestly just as good, if not better now. I didn't know there'd be more information. The music... Out of this world phenomenal. That's correct. Yeah. I know the, what movie this yeah, is. Oh, yeah. The tourney style, the gore, even the humor had me laughing with some of this character's jokes. It brings you into the game and is perfectly accurate when also bringing the characters into the story in a perfect rate and times. I don't know. <laughs> the movie gives you everything you want. The only way you won't like this movie is if you've never heard or <laughs> if you've never played or heard of Mortal Kombat the video game. I did not know they made a movie of it. <laughs> uh, I really didn't. What? Oh, children. Really, these days. I really didn't. Do you have a guess now? <laughs> I never yeah. thought there'd be a generation. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> what is your guess, Tyler? <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat yeah. is correct. <laughs> I really didn't know they made a movie of that. Oh, I go Google it or whatever Flawless. you kids do. I, 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 I want to read this one final sentence here. I love the characters, especially Raiden, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and <laughs> Katana. Yeah, I love the entire cast. Even, <laughs> even Shang Tsung was great and sexy. Yeah, he really was. He, he didn't really say Kano. He didn't name everybody. No, he didn't like Kano. Like Kano the actor who played Kano passed away. Oh, Goro. Oh. 
I yeah. didn't know that. Thanks for bringing everything down, Jerk. Overdose, yeah. All right, that's a point for Tyler. Like right after the movie or yesterday? Probably. He was like, I'm cashing out. I'm taking this Mortal Kombat money to the bank. <laughs> no, it's not getting All right. any better than this. Am I allowed to answer this time? No. You're now allowed to answer. Okay, sorry about that. Here we go. <laughs> Second question. I remember watching this movie 10 years ago in theaters, uh, uh, in theaters a little kid. That's how it's phrased. Uh, I was a big fan at the time, and I was very excited seeing it. Well, it did not disappoint. I loved it. I remember having such a fun time at the movie and feeling really happy afterwards. But kids will like almost movie that isn't ridiculously boring. It sure will. <laughs> is, is this information even... This is nothing good. I know. Isn't it wonderful? So let's fast forward 10 years later. I have probably watched close to a thousand other movies. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. Old and new since this film, and I still find this film rather charming. Sure, it's not the best movie in the world, but it's still a good movie. It's actually <laughs> quite fun. For me, there's lots of nostalgias attached to it. Watching it brings me back to middle school and all good memories I had back then. It also reminds me of the glory days, and that is not a joke. Uh, I was such a huge fan... And I have to like skip words here. And it is such a shame to see what it has become. Mm, that is a terrible clue because huh. I, of the way I worded it. I will rephrase this. I was such a fan of the show they appeared on. And it is such a shame to see what it has become. It's not the same that I loved growing up. Overall, if you didn't watch this as a kid, there is no nostalgia attached to it. There is no reason to watch it now. You've seen the plot over and over. But the movie is still fun and a good time. So if you loved it as a kid, you might want to reminisce with the good old days. Uh, then by all means, watch it. Movie. Second review. My wife and I have a passion for bad movies, and none are worse than this one. Ooh. This movie is most poorly acted, low budget, soulless visuals, abortion ever made. Huh. I loved every minute of it. I consider it an endurance test critical to those to develop a love of terrible movies. A must-own and cheap at that. All right, final review. Oh, this is so long. What did I do this to myself? You're doing this to us, too. It's true. You are doing this to us. Yeah, there's an audience here. I heard that uh, both the characters cringe a bit when this movie is brought up, which is too bad. I would like them both to know they should never feel ashamed for having made it. You have never know when or how something you've said or done affects another. This sweet Such little really good advice for anyone on the internet. Sage wisdom, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I, I've turned around completely on this game. Uh, this sweet little departure from reality saved my life. I. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I would like to point out. I didn't read all of this before. Now I was drowning, and it was like being thrown a life ring. What movie saved this man's life? Wow. Th then this gets really sad. Hold on, I'm skipping this. Oh, wait, oh. That's the best part. did he kill himself? <laughs> well, you wrote the review, obviously not. Well, maybe uh, he dictated it. Uh, so whenever I by the time you read this review of this whenever movie, whenever I couldn't bear it. I would just put bare life. 
I would put this film in the DVD player and All watch right. the next 80 plus minutes. There's a clue. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, always watched, I always watch the extended version. Oh, okay. So the theatrical release doesn't run 80 minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, went on this, I went on a sweet ride that distracted me from my grief. I love the music. I love the dancing. And I'm not a major fan of dancing. And that says a lot. The storyline is simple, true enough. But then again, so is the storyline from Greece, and that movie is highly touted. The entire boy gets girl theme is just fine with me. There are so Jimmy. many bad oh, things crap. that happened in the world, and face it, most of it of us watch Did, movies. Do you want to say it loud? No. Are you? No. Uh, do you have Never it? Mind. No, I thought I had it. Uh, can I'm Will? Yeah. Weird science. This is not weird science. It's a great movie. How dare you? I know. People are dumb. Uh, and to admit I'm romantic, this movie fulfills that even though I know how it ends. Each viewing, I still find engaged in tension and creating between the characters. To me, the good mark of a good story. The extended version is far better. <laughs> adding a touch more depths and adding more musical numbers. I scratched huh. my head when I... as to why the director left them out of the theatrical release. But if you need a break from the helletic life, you lead. Pop some popcorns, grab a diet drink, and Come settle on, for a summer movie of fun. Jimmy. Yes. Staying alive? That is incorrect. Musical numbers. I now have to go back and read with a few uh. more words. This is going to really Might help well you, Tyler. Give, I'm, I'm just going to give up on this. No, There's no, no, let, no, no. Let get, me, it, get another freebie. Let me uh. give you a few more words. All right? Right. For me, there's a lot of nostalgia attached to it. Watching this takes me back to middle school and all the good memories I had back then. Also, it reminds me of when American Idol was still in its glory days and not the joke it is today. I st- was such a huge fan of American Idol, and it was a shame to see what it has become. Still nothing. Still yeah. nothing. <laughs> I heard that both Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini cringe a bit when this movie is brought up, which is too bad. Nothing? Still nothing. How old are you? <laughs> 16. Oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The name of this film is From Justin to Kelly. Uh, never uh, heard of it. Yeah. Oh, I thought for sure you'd know. Yeah, it was such a terrible film. This was probably before my time. All right. Uh, it certainly was. <laughs> All right, no you know points. This is a kid with a Captain America from 1990. <laughs> 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 All right. Prizes Mo- may have been Moving planted. on. Uh, He's got pirate boots. All right, new movie. Here we go. Captain America. <laughs> this, this one's running long. Come on. New, new okay. movie. Here we All go. Right. First review. I chose this rating because it had no problems and the DVD was not defected at all. Nice. Thank you very much. Any guesses? Tough, tough call. All right. Here we go. Uh, This, uh, first of all, this is my favorite of the series. Mm. Uh, The main character does a great job being hero and villain, which he's very capable of doing. It begins when a lowly bank custodian dreams one day of being a clerk, which is not very likely to happen because of his clumsy and goofy nature. Luckily for him, he has a supportive clerk friend who is also a very attractive woman. Another reason I love this one. Actually seeing this guy get the girl. Unfortunately, there is a criminal on death row that looks exactly like him. 
crowd is killing it. They all know. They have the internet. No, I don't believe exactly any like of him. you. Uh, to make a long story short, the criminal swaps places with him. Ooh, ooh, Will. Yes. Uh, Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes yes! to jail is correct. <laughs> I don't think you were born when that movie was made. Uh, I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> I love that movie. It's great. Okay. So, uh, one point, Will. Yeah. Point, Tyler. Jimmy's still waiting to get on the board. Next question. Here we go. Uh... The star is one of the funniest comedians in the world. Nice. Uh, this character's legacy only testifies to his greatness. Uh, this movie uh, is fun and enjoyable if you're in the mood to laugh and have fun without thinking. This is the movie for you. All right. <laughs> That's it for the first review. Such info. I really like this movie and the overall message. Don't let circumstances dictate the type of person you will become or or are. Very humorous. However, some scenes are very disturbing. Okay. Nothing. I feel like a review is missing here, but oh well. Uh, she is one of a kind. Her and her brother, both played by the same actor... Uh, are a genius in this film industry, giving African Americans a chance to show Tyler. What? Yes, Jack and Jill. That is incorrect. Oh. Good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Great actors. And when she went to jail, oh my God, it would just oh. had to be seen. She is in touch and mean, but has will. Yes, is this Medea? I need full title. Goes to prison. That's not quite it. Goes to jail. Goes to jail is okay. correct. Come on. <laughs> Goes to jail back to back. Yeah. See? Wow. Two points, Will. Two points, Will. Here we go. I was hung. I couldn't think of Jack and Jill's name, or I would have said that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Next question. I blocked it out. I was like, ah, oh, that movie. All right. Next movie. This is the worst film ever made. I would rather watch a dog have sex with an elephant (laughs) and the resulting animal have sex with my mother. (laughs) Everything about this film makes me hate. White hot hate for humanity. I don't have the statistics, but I suspect that this movie is responsible for over 8,000 suicides and murders. 42% 42% of violent crimes. Anyone who bought this movie should sleep with a gun. <laughs> this crap movie on the shelf means you no longer can be trusted with money, and you now have to barter for services. The reason that I gave this five stars is because if you're thinking of buying this garbage, uh, my or anyone receiving this review won't make a difference to your stupid choice. The more people that buy this means I know who to avoid in life. Wow. Next review. A classic for anyone who is a fan of Wall Street and finance movies. Mm. Uh. One of the funniest movies of all time. Teaches you not to judge a book by its cover. Give me a break. Anyone who blasts this movie obviously has no sense of humor. 
it is one of those movies with this actor uh, <laughs> that you could watch a hundred times and still find something new to laugh about. And this female actor, who I'm not a fan of, played her part very well. Here's to another crazy movie by this actor uh, with lots of laughs and a silly good time. Okay, lots of folks didn't like this one. I'm not one of those people. The idea is focusing on two twins, one male and one female, who have a love and hate relationship. Basically, she loves him and he hates her. Uh, I am also in love with this actor. Most of his films are so lovable. Not all of them, though. Jimmy. Yes. The Adam Sandler one, Jack and Jill? That is correct. All right. <laughs> of course, I guess the one I before did, I didn't think it would be about Wall Street. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Throwing I, me off. I, was, I, I thought it was going to be like chairman of the board with Kelly I Shop. super yeah. don't think it is. So that's why it's like, so weird. It's, this guy was like, I want to see Wall Street. There's no mention of Wall Street. Yeah, well, misleading. Red I, herring. Red herring. <laughs> points for Jimmy. So point for Jimmy. Point for Tyler. You have two points. Well, here we go. My three-year-old grandson saw this movie on TV, and my daughter said he laughed all the way through it and wanted me to see it if I was going to uh, again so I could record it on my DVD recorder. When I could not find the TV listings, I was like, Amazon usually has movies. (laughs) So I got online and had the movie in just a few days. Now Riley watches the movie at least twice a week and still laughs at that baby. Mm. Couple of choices. Two, me, my 35 year old son, and five year old granddaughter watched this tonight, and we all laughed from beginning to end. I put off watching it for so long because of the way so many reviewers trashed it, but I saw it in the library and decided to check it out, <laughs> and I am so glad I did. Then I ordered my copy from Amazon. This is the second Amazon commercial. In these reviews. Uh, much funnier than the original, or the first, I should say. Uh, Will. Yes. Son of the Mask. Son of the Mask is correct. Oh, wow. Starring Jamie Kennedy. Yes. I feel like I need to include that. I was thinking of that. Look who's talking now. <laughs> Final question. Here we go. Hollywood didn't like this video, but it has some good message. That you can set goals and accomplish them, <laughs> and at any time, the hunted can become the hunter. Mm. This is a good family movie. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking Predator. Set, second review. I have loved this movie since it was released, and I'm also a fan of Blade Runner. Oh. Also panned by critics and public. No, not true. Jimmy. Yes. Legend. That is incorrect. Good Wait, guess, though. Like starring Tom Cruise? Yeah, it was by the Ridley movie's Scott. movie's great! It was directed by Ridley Scott, though, and it came out after Blade Runner. The movie's great. Oh, okay. I see, I see where you're going. All right. Yeah. I have seen both movies multiple times and continue to be rewarding each viewing. The crux is this. A primitive jumps from barbarian slave to aristocrat warrior. Uh, never mind. Because of directly implanted education. My most fevered dream for our modern downtrodden oh, 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 society. Will, 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 Will. Yes. Battlefield Earth. That is correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> Battlefield Earth I foresaw is correct. I should have known that was mm-hmm. going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. We talked known. about it earlier, so I moved it to last. Yeah. And that makes Will our rim- yeah! winner. Yeah. Good for Will. My stuff. Yes. 
We're going to be picking up women and watching Captain America. Yeah, let's go to AC after this bro get some topless dancers. Ladies, would you like to come see my VHS copy of Captain America? Give it you up for Tyler for coming up here. Give it yeah. up for Tyler. Giving away his toys. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, we got to get out of here. Do you got anything to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Valhalla, like the Viking Afterworld and Thor, and uh, find Five Star Smash. They that, know what Valhalla is, yeah. Jimmy. It's totally metal. <laughs> totally metal. <laughs> Will, anything to add? Uh, you can listen to me on Breaking Batacek this oh, week. Oh, yes. Check that out. And listen for uh, me and Jimmy's album, uh, Totally Mattel, <laughs> by Dead Guy. By Dead Guy. <laughs> Dead Guy. Okay, guys. Uh, I know I said we might be canceled on the 31st. I lied. We're canceled next week. I won't be here to, <laughs> on the 24th. Uh, I will be at uh, Marvel Live. It's going to be really cool. I'm so excited. Uh, though, uh, on the 31st, be sure to be here. Greg Hample, the hypnotist, will be here. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be nice. Hypno-Greg. Hypno-Greg. Uh, 7th, uh, someone will be here. Uh, the 14th of August, uh, someone will be here. <laughs> and on the 21st of August... Bryce Rumfield, Chikara referee, will be here. So that's going to be awesome. Be sure to check that out. Also, give us five stars on iTunes and give us a fact about pineapples or read it on the show. You can also check us out on Stitcher, podcastland.com. Make us the podcast of the month, please. Do it. And also, you can check out the new plus2comedy.com. It's up. It's not really doing much right now, but you can look at it. It's red now. Yay. We'd like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Woo!